everybody, welcome back to Dance Fever, the internet's only dance competition show fan podcast that covers So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, Strictly Come Dancing, and this season's America's Best Dance Crew. We We have So You Think You Can Dance, Season 12, Episode 12, uh, excuse me, Episode 13, the top 10 dancing and the introduction of this season's first set of All-Stars to start the show. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. And away we go. We're going to start with So You Think You Can Dance, because it is the major show right now, to me, that's on. We, of course, have our trio of judges, Nigel, Paula, and Jason. We see a little video clip from Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, because the... She is going to take the winner and feature them in her... She is just now starting a Vegas gig, yeah. right? That's brand new for yes, her. Yes, it's brand new for her. And so as part of that, she has arranged with the network that the winner... Will be part of her... Will be part of her troupe yeah. for her show. For what all the details, I guess, are contractual and they'll be yeah. decided later. But so ultimately, along with a cash prize and, and maybe some other things... They're supposed to get the Broadway show. I guess they get this show instead. Instead, yeah. Or maybe you get to pick. Well, that maybe would be you get cool. to do both. Which one? You, I don't know if you can do both because I imagine both are full time gigs. Well, Broadway shows only last so long. Vegas is year round. I don't know. So we'll but, see. But that uh, at least that's what they said this episode. You know, yeah. she came on Jennifer Lopez with her little video presentation and announced that, and basically that was it. And it's funny that she did because just. Less than a week before that, I saw an article somewhere about how she had signed on to do a brand new Vegas show, mm-hmm. and she was beside herself and mm-hmm. thought that was the coolest thing and everything. So, I don't know. All of that came around pretty quickly. I that, think I would kind of, if I was a star, I would like to do a Vegas show because you know you're contractually in Vegas for probably at least a year. You could get you a house there. You could go home every night, sleep in your own bed, right? Pet your dog. It would just, it would you be know. a job. You would go to it. Work it, go home. No, go home. It, it would be yeah. very regular. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think I would kind of like that. Maybe a and break. get paid. A break from the studio touring kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. that uh, musicians usually have. Yeah. So, our opening dance was choreographed by Sonia Tae, and all I can say is all I could think of was the Atlanta Braves Tomahawk throughout and it, the whole piece. It was danced to Earth Intruders by Bjork. And I guess her idea of a, an alien is. The tomahawk motion the whole time. I don't know. It just it was a Sonia Tai weird piece. I like a lot of Sonia Tai's pieces, but this one was kind of like, okay, I don't get it, but that's all right because you're good. And I heard on AfterBuzz them talking about several episodes back being about being so glad that Sonia was back. Mm-hmm. I guess I hadn't realized it had been three, four, five seasons since she had done anything. Me neither. It, it seemed like it was just last year. It's been a while, apparently, since okay. she had been on the show. I mean, I know we've watched the show when mm-hmm. she's done pieces, but apparently it's been several seasons since she's been back. Hmm. So, I thought that was odd. Street is still ahead 51% to 49% against stage, and I think it's all because of... Virgil. Mm-hmm. Still no explanation as to what the heck that even means. I know. What's the point of that? 
JJ has damaged her ribs, so she's not able to dance. But that's okay, because we're dancing with all-stars. So it's not like anybody is going to be paired up with somebody that they weren't expecting, because everybody is dancing with an all-star. And I believe that that's not a this-week thing. I believe that's been an ongoing issue that finally got to the point where, where she, couldn't do she went and saw somebody about it, and they said, hey, you need to take some time off. So yeah. we were wondering what happened, and I don't believe it's... You know, well, this week in practice, she. No, I think it's been a cumulative thing. She must have started it sometime and never rested and whatever. And now the docs are like, finally, no. And you said she was going to dance with Robert? Yeah. She was scheduled to dance with Robert to. Um, I forget who the choreo was going to be. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. We and, love Robert Rolden. And Robert took injured dude's place in the. Mm-hmm. opening piece last week yeah jim's that was that was hurt yeah so he took so where we saw robert that would have been jim so he would have been highlighted pretty well if he'd have been able yeah. to dance in that uh not that it necessarily hurt him because right. he, he made it through but so robert uh yeah robert dancing with jj i think would have been a yeah a, a smashing dance would have been beautiful so we opened where everybody has to do a solo this 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 show. Yeah, everybody's doing two dances. They're doing their solo and their all-star pair-up. And Virgil starts out the show with his solo, and he is so good at his stuff. Oh, man. Not that he's not good at everything else, but he just hits it hard when he's doing his own stuff. And, of course, it was a wonderful Virgil job. It was great. He danced to... Okay, let's see here. Uh, this looks like a song, Conqueror, from the TV show... All of the songs are from the show Empire, yes. now that I recall. Yeah. This is from, uh, this is the song Conqueror that featured Estelle Smollett and Jesse Smollett. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Smollett? Smollett? There you that go. He, that he danced to. So the first show dance with an all-star is Haley and all-star Brandon, choreographed by Warren Carlyle. It's a Broadway piece. They dance to Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga's duet, It Don't Mean a Thing. If it ain't got that sling. And we actually saw them perform that on yeah, one of the dance shows. On I think Maybe on Strictly? Maybe because it would have been it would have been something that had Tony Bennett on there. I think it was Strictly. And he brought Lady, lady Gaga. Gaga. It, yeah, it, it almost And it had was to Lady strictly. Gaga looking like a lady. Not like Lady Gaga. It was beautiful. She, she looks gorgeous. She did an awesome job yeah. on this song. This yes. song is so not in the genre that she is yeah. out doing but, now. But I think it but, could be. I think uh, that I read somewhere that she started out as a bluesy kind of singer wow, and that wasn't she, profitable. She So she went to what she's yeah, doing now. She could definitely be a very successful cabaret yes. type singer. Yes. Because she's got enough personality within her. Okay. So anyway, back to the dance. And... Carlisle describes this as a tap dance without tap shoes, and that was true. It was very fast-moving, very very Broadway, very Liza Minnelli, very ain't got a thing if it don't, ain't got the sling. It, it, it was just the song, the, the dance, it was both perfect together, and Haley did a very good job with it, so yeah, I, I liked it. Haley's a good dancer. And there's really no reason to talk about the All-Star, because... No. Obviously, they're there because they're going to be of a certain quality. To, yes. They, the, the All-Star really, really should put the uh, competitor in a position to shine. Yes. Just and Brandon did. Flat out, yeah. He was a very good foil for her. I don't, I don't think he, he pulled the eye away from no. her. But he also did not 
allow her to outdance him so that you looked at him because he was underperforming either. Yes. So he kept a high level, which allowed Haley to keep a high level, and you were really able to focus on Haley. Our next solo, sorry, the word just escaped me, solo was Neptune, and he did some good crumping. I like to watch Neptune Crump. He he, he does a very good yeah, job. They have it listed as he freestyled. I, I don't yeah. know. I guess he did more than just he did. Crump, he did more crumping than crump, anything else yeah. in his in his. Uh, and he danced to "Power of the Empire," and it was good. Featuring Yaz. I have no idea who Yaz is. Then we have Derek and All Star Kayla. We Came don't watch that show, by the way. No. Choreographed by Nick Flores and R.J. Durrell, and it's a jazz piece. They danced to Marion Hill's "Got It." I. I don't know that I suddenly liked it all that much. It was um no. It was supposed to be very moving and intense and the only thing I got out of it was the technique was good. He 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 was he's very flexible. He has great stretch and I just I don't get anything out of his dancing. I don't get any emotion. Let's put it that way. So our next solo was Gabby, and it was a nice tap routine. Dance to Can't Trust Him featuring Yaz. Then we our next duo out is Virgil and All Star Comfort. And this was where JJ was supposed to dance. Yeah. She was she was penciled in for third. Yeah. And they did a chore- a piece choreographed by Christopher Scott. It was a hip hop imag- hip hop Piece. Dancing to The Temptations, Just My Imagination. And I liked it. It was a playful love story between the two of them. Yeah. And it was kind of, they were, they kind of mentioned that it was kind of like um, the piece that uh, Twitch did with the, with the dinner table where him and his girl kind of got it on. And I thought it was kind of that, but more innocent for, to me. It, it really struck me as a piece that you would have seen on a Broadway show. Yeah. I thought it was a very showy kind of uh, story and and execution, uh, choreography, I, I thought. not It wasn't a, a hard hip-hop kind of thing like I've seen a lot of other Christopher Scott pieces right. be. But this was a more lyrical or more rhythmic, something that you would see as part of a show. Mm-hmm. You know, this couple and here's their story for this section of the show. Uh, that To me, that was the But it was virtual, so... Well, I mean, how can you go wrong? How can you go wrong with Virgil? I loved it. Then Yaya did her solo piece with her stank face and her crumping, and it was very good. She danced to Keep It Moving by Soraya McNeil and Yaz. Yes. Then we have Megs and All-Star Marco. We like Marco. Come out and do a Ray Leaper jazz piece. To Jamiroquai's Canned Heat. And Megs did a pretty good job. I I kind of liked it, but it wasn't the best. It wasn't her best. It wasn't her dance. best. No, no. She does go out there and give it her all every dance she does. So, you know, I can't fault her there. It was okay. I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought it was okay. And we love Marco, so that that made it good. Edson and uh, oh, I'm sorry, Solo, Solo, Jim. Which we didn't get to see because our satellite yeah. had a little funky spot. Um, he danced to "You're So Beautiful," uh, featuring Jesse Smollett and Jazz. Yes, 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 yes. So sorry. 
Next to out were Edson and All-Star Jamie. Had to look at this on YouTube because, like I said, our satellite went out for a good five minutes. The choreograph, the choreographer, sorry, was Travis Wall. Uh, sorry, they danced to Sun Lux's Your Day Will Come. And it was supposed to be a piece about losing all hope with Jamie at the end of a rope reaching out for the light. That was Edson. Everybody talked about how powerful it was. Maybe it was because I was watching it on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I heard, too, that it was but I, moving or whatever. I love Jamie. She is very emotive, very flexible. She's one of my favorite all-star dancers. I watched it, and I didn't think that it was all that. Okay. And a bag of chips. Did Travis do anything different in it? No. See, that... Okay. But everybody's saying how great it was. It was it was powerful, but I thought that was more Jamie than it was Edson to me. I mean, the choreography wasn't bad. <laughs> That's a problem. The story wasn't bad, but Jamie was the star to me, not Edson. That's a problem. And she does scream at the end, which was very... Is Edson... A, he's not a contemporary dancer, is he? Yes. Or is he? Yes. Well, then he, he should have been able to pull this off pretty yes, well. Yes, I know. Hmm. I know and everybody's was. saying it was his best piece for well, him. Well, maybe it was. <laughs> You know, so. I just, I wasn't wowed by the whole thing. I was wowed by Jamie, but then I always am. And maybe that's the problem. If it had been an all-star that I wasn't. That you didn't like. Or, yeah, wasn't. That I didn't like that much. Maybe I would have paid more attention to Edson. But, right. you know, I don't know. So then we have Haley doing her solo piece, which I also missed and could not find on uh. um, YouTube to watch. This, so I have no idea what it was like. This was a contemporary piece, Dance to Nothing to Lose, featuring Jesse Smollett. Well, I figured contemporary because it was Haley, and I would have liked to have seen it, but like I said, we didn't get to see it. So next couple out were Neptune and Jasmine. I like that Jasmine also. Choreographed by Farside and Phoenix, doing a hip-hop piece. To Yultron's Milk was a bad choice. And this was supposed to be Frankenstein... And his bride. And his bride. Eating dinner and... Eating, you know, dinner I mean, I, and, and... I got that. Did you not get that? Yeah, I did, oh, okay. but it was it was quirky. It was, as they say, buck. Because, uh, um... Okay, I, I don't know if it was buck or not. Because Neptune is buck to me. It was fun. It was good. It wasn't the best dance. It wasn't the worst dance. Now, I'll I'll throw out there. Jasmine has never been a favorite dancer of mine. But I will say, in this particular piece, she was not all knees and elbows like she has been before. I don't know why. Physically, it doesn't look to me like her shape has changed any. So maybe it's just the nature of the movement that she did. Could be. She didn't lead with knees and elbows like it always seems to me she does before. So, okay. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm always being negative towards her, so... I should be as positive as I can when it comes up. There and I, you go. This dance did not disturb me for her participation as much as other dances have. Even all the way back to when she actually competed, her form of movement just did not aesthetically please me. So uh, Okay. Then we have Derek doing his solo, and it was a Derek solo with lots of stretching and and technique with no heart to me. I just, I don't get Derek. I don't understand everybody's infatuation he's, with Derek. He's all technique. He's not, yeah. he's not emotive. Um, he danced to Drip Drop featuring Yaz and Soraya McNeil. There you go. 
There's a new name. Next out were Jim and all-star Jessica doing a um, contemporary piece by D. Caspery. Dancing to Tom O'Dell's Heel. And I thought it was okay. It wasn't Jim's best dance, but it neither was his worst dance. His technique is flawless. Yes, I, he, he doesn't emote as well as some of the others in a contemporary but piece. But he can. But he can. I mean, we have seen him yeah, do it, so it's him. like, well, what changes from contemporary to contemporary that you lose that that relationship with your audience? What you know? Why he he's Jim is very uneven beyond technique yeah. for me. His technique is the same every dance, but that connection comes and goes with almost every other piece. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't understand why he connects with some pieces, uh, even personally, I guess, in the dance. But other dances are just foreign to him, and so he doesn't he doesn't give you that emotion. Yeah. He doesn't draw you in on that dance. But the next one, he will. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't I know. I didn't think it was deserving of the Jason says he didn't enjoy it. What are you looking for, Jason Derulo? Jason is tough. I'm telling you. He, he has tough. really been tough. He's Not in tough. a mean way, but just a like, well, damn, what... What do I have to do kind yeah. of way? Yeah. Megs did her solo. It was okay, but not enough for me. I, didn't, I, I wasn't wowed no. by her solo. She did a, uh, it was hip-hop, of course, that's her, that's her thing, to No Apologies featuring Jesse Smollett and Yaz. And I'm sure she wouldn't apologize for it if someone confronted her. But anyway, Yaya is next. This is my best dance. Best dance. This is best dance, yes. Best dance, best dance of, of the evening. And most surprising dance of the evening yes i would say and best dance because alex danced it or because yaya danced it because the two crushed a nakul dev mahajan piece to uh nacho ray from the high ho soundtrack uh, it's a bollywood piece a bollywood piece come yes. on nobody and she's a princess nobody american can dance a bollywood piece Yaya crushed it. Alex, I thought it was really cool because if you guys think back to when he was on So You Think, it was a Bollywood piece that put him out. Yep. He was practicing for it, and that's where he suffered his Achilles injury. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a – I I would think – no, I don't know. You'd have to ask Alex. But I would think the possibility was it could have been very cathartic for him to come back to the show that he had to drop out of, do the same style piece that pushed him out. And complete it successfully, and not only successfully, but very well. And I, Yaya, Yaya, yeah, I think should go on she, be in a Broadway show and be a princess and dance Bollywood. She she can do Bollywood. So I'm telling you. I, I, I think that pretty much checks off. And you have to ask the question: Is there something she cannot dance? Yep. It was a cute story. She was the princess trying to escape from the castle she, and go out and have some fun. She and was Alex, also. She was also a, a captive, wasn't she? Not just a princess, but she was a captive because she was in that cage. No, she was. That was just symbolic. That of was her symbolic. Being, okay. Of her being the princess and not being allowed not out. Be, okay. Okay. And Alex you. was her bodyguard. Right. Her guard to keep, to her, keep her from in. getting into and anything. And she's trying to sneak past him through the whole dance to get out and playing, flirting with him to distract him, distracts him enough to where at the end she, she gets. She the, finally she gets, gets out. The, she gets out. Yeah. But it was just. It was cute. It was danced so well. And Yaya just blows my mind every time, and I just love her. And apparently said so is Whoopi Goldberg. Picking between her and Virgil I know, is going to be I painful. That, I just, it's just, I, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I, if, if that's if what it gets, it gets down, down to. If it, it gets down to Virgil 
Yaya, and Gabby. Once again, I'm not going to care who wins. It was that way last season. I liked I just, the, the ones that were at the end. So it's like, all right, whoever America picks is fine with me because yeah. I like them all. If it gets one of them has to be voted off, Yaya or Virgil, I would throw the same number of votes for each. Mm-hmm. And if I have an odd number of votes, I wouldn't use the I would, I would the put remainder. it for Gabby. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I would give it to I, somebody I just, else. I just I can't yeah. see yeah. myself saying yes to one and no to the other yeah. between Yaya and Virgil. Which is unfortunate because both of them deserve to win. They're unfortunately just on the same yes. at the same time. Yes. So our next solo is Edson, and it's just an Edson solo. It's contemporary. It's nothing spectacular or precious to me. And who did he, he dance to? I want to love you, featuring Jesse Smollett. And then our last dance is Gabby and Josh, and this is my second favorite dance. My three favorite dances of the evening were Virgil, Gabby, and Yaya. That was it. That's who I want. One of those three to win the season. Gabby came out and did a piece by Farside and Phoenix. It was a hip hop. They danced to um, I'm Really Hot I'm by up, Missy Elliott. By Missy Elliott, right. Yep. And they were ninjas. She was geisha. He was ninja. And they kind of, she has her own little ninja skills as a geisha. Mm-hmm. It's very, very fun parts it was hard hitting and she did the hip hop so well she's a tap dancer yeah gabby is and she just did it she nailed it and i loved it and i agree with one person they said all they could say at the end of the thing was yes yes go gabby go and i loved it and it was good and i like joshua anyway so our bottom four are jj megs Derek, and edson I wish Derek had left, but it wasn't. Yeah, Derek it was. It was Edson, and I think JJ might have stayed. Well, no, because this was voted on last week. Yeah, it was the votes from last week. So So there's nothing she could have done. If she had danced with Robert, it wouldn't have mattered. No, JJ is gone. So there you go. Edson and JJ are gone. What is it about Derek that he and there there are one of these people every season that I just keep looking at. I'm like. Why are the people voting for him? What is it that everyone else sees in numbers that I'm just missing? He's cute. I, I don't think is, he's all that cute. Is he getting some kind of cute girl? If you're, going, if you're pick, going cute, I would think that they would think Edson was cuter than I don't know than Derek because Edson at least has the body. He's very built. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. So that's the end of that show. Edson and JJ, goodbye. Sorry, JJ. We so liked that, you. That leaves us with eight contestants yep. counting down to. And is it going to be one each? And Edson and J- or is it going to be just one from? I think just one. The two sides. Edson okay. and JJ will be in if they're both healthy. Will be in the yeah the tour tour because it's the top ten tour, which by the way we would love to go to, but it's just not looking like it's going to be feasible for our area. So that's unfortunate because I would love to see Gabby, Yaya. And Virgil live. Oh, seeing Gabby and Virgil live would be awesome. Yes, it would. Oh, that would be awesome. I just you know. see the two of them dance together. Who knows? Oh. So we'll go on to ABDCs. Why has that not been done yet? I don't know. We'll get to that to where the the contestants dance with each other. Remember? Virgil and Yaya again. Oh, that'd be great. To to uh, who uh, a nappy tabs or for a sudden Phoenix? Uh, they. Their stuff gets kind of weird sometimes. Well, they okay. kind of 
but oh yeah okay so abdc's mega group challenge what they did this this evening was they put super crew and kenjas together to dance together as one group and i am me and quest crew to dance together as one group whichever group won were the safe ones Whichever group lost had to dance against each other then once again in a dance-off to see who was leaving. So the first thing we have come out, the first group we have come out is um, Super Crew and, and Kenjas. They are ninjas, which Super Crew actually did a ninja-themed piece and thought it would be perfect to do again incorporating the Kenjas to get that because that is sort of the Kenja style. Yes. Is is yeah. the is the ninja style. So they put it together. It was an excellent piece. Uh, there there were some places where the synchronicity was off. Yes. Um and it was not just off with two guys. It was off with like three or four a couple times in that sequence. Their yeah. their their timing just was not together in what all I saw though was just that one sequence. Everything else was on. Mhm. And then IME and Quest crew came out, and they did their usual cool b-boy kind of stuff. Some visuals were cool, but that's IME's, you know, signature. And they got Quest in there too. And they're they're my two favorite crews. Um, the Super Ninjas, Super Kinjas, danced to Major Lasers Lean On featuring DJ Snake and Mo, and I Am Crew danced to. Andy Maneo's The Saints featuring KB and Triple E. Yeah, like we knew who those people I, were. I have no clue. I'm not in that scene. I, I I have no idea. So, both those dances were good. Don't get me wrong. It was a good way to start off it the show, It was a good way really. to start off the show. The judges chose the Super Crew Kinja duo as the winners of the night. So they move on. So they to move on next to week. next week, and I and me and Quest Crew have to fight, have to battle against each other at the end of the show. But first, we have, which we have no idea why, we have Kenjas and Super Crew doing solo pieces. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. We don't understand. know why because they're already safe. I don't understand the need for that's that. That's okay because the Kenjas did the coolest thing ever. Oh man! That I have seen watching ABDC's show. They danced too, and this this is not accurate, by the way. Uh, KRNFX's Kinja's Soundbox. It's 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 not a song. It's it's not a track. It was um, the beatbox KRNFX. Who was one guy? Free freestyling, in essence, and the Kinjas were dancing to. They were. Okay, they knew what the beat was going to be, of course. They they would have had to. But filling in the beat was freestyle, so these guys were dancing to sounds that they had never heard before until that performance. Because there's no way that, I mean, there is, but there's, there's no way that he could have done exactly the same thing every time they practiced, other than maintain a particular rhythm. Mm-hmm. Which, when you're freestyling, you can do any one of you know thousands of and different ways. In my mind, I pictured rehearsals uh, just, with the guys doing moves and the beatbox dude making up sounds to go with them. 
Yes. It's like, we're going to do this move. Now you freestyle something that goes along with yeah, that, it. That, yeah. Because every time they made like a corkscrew move, he made little corkscrew sounds. When they did other things, he made sound. I mean, patter, it was patter sounds. Patter just, sound. I mean, it, it was just it was, cool. It, it was, was the coolest thing. It, it was an amazing concept. It was just, and, and like they said, it was so hard to practice because it, you don't know. You don't know what it's, what, what you're going to hear. Yeah, what you're going to hear. But it was still the coolest and thing. Th- this what they did is reflective of what the theme was and i don't know if you if you said that all four crews had complete creative control over this piece lighting staging music everything so this everything they did for this piece was created by them for this piece which means that if you want to see this again you only can probably watch this video Mm -hmm. because this same thing they will never be able to do again this way and if you can find it on youtube you need to watch it because it was really cool and just you know it was super not only watch the dance but keep in mind overall what is happening it it just it's it's mind-boggling the 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 creativity and the ability of this crew to Mm -hmm. do this to this the sound yeah i've i've watched um freestyle beatboxing before i've watched competitions and those are fascinating to begin with but this combination of of street dancing and and freestyle beatboxing was just phenomenal and i like what one of the judges said i don't remember which one said it they he was beatboxing to their dance yes not the other way around rather than them dancing to his music that was the grande kid okay ariana grande's brother frankie frankie yeah then Super Crew comes out and does a nostalgic Subway-esque piece to, what they dance to? Uh, Kendrick Lamar's Eye. And they were trying to go back to the roots of B-Boy yeah, it was and kind show of a, where it started in the streets of New An Boy. homage piece. Yeah, an homage piece. The, the, Nostalgia. The, the, the foundings of B-Boy mm-hmm. uh, And it was a very good, if, tight it would have been really, really good if we hadn't just seen the Kenjas do this oh, really phenomenal yeah. piece. But, you know, hey, that's okay. They were second. So, hey, sorry. Then the bottom two come out and dance. I and me just ruined their chances to me using airboards. It was kind of a cool concept when they were talking about it because the airboards were going to be hidden by the, the costumes. The but apparently that didn't, didn't work out well in practice. So then they had on little shorter outfits that you could see the airboards the whole time so i just i didn't i want to dance i didn't want airboards they danced to wolfgang gartner's firepower they were supposed to be scary ghosts and and float across the floor and you could you could see the airboards so you knew they weren't ghosts floating across the floor so it just didn't do it for me and i love ime love them quest crew came out and did what they called an homage to their history where they had been a crew for so long they had they were contemplating splitting up and not dancing anymore together even though they were going to be friends but then they kept coming gravitating toward each other to the dance dancing together because that's what they knew and that's that what they loved they loved dancing with each other so they had a bench as their focal piece and they were not sitting on the bench because they did not want to sit the, down and stop. Right. The bench was the resting, the resting after everything they've done. Stop that was, yeah. and sit down and rest. And none of them wanted to sit down and rest. They wanted to stay together. So the, there was a lot of perching over the bench but not really sitting on it. And the bench moved around a lot. So it was good. They I danced liked it. to Take You There um, by Jack Yu, um, if that's how you pronounce it, featuring Kisa. 
And I agree, at the end of the night, IME is the ones that left, and I think that they did it to themselves with the airboard thing. Yeah, they. I, I think they, they overthought it, and yeah. then they got locked into something that didn't yeah. turn out the way they wanted, and so it just didn't turn out as well as yeah. other things could have. It's so like, I love IME, but I also love Quest Crew, so I can't be upset. And, and Kinja's just proved to me why they're there. Yeah, let me just say that, that Kinja's... It honestly had to be the underdog coming into the show because they are not a long time crew they're actually a blending of two crews whereas the rest of these groups have been dancing together presumably for years not the kinjas not nearly yeah. as long as any of the other crews should have been yeah. dancing but the the execution the dance is there but what really surprises me is whoever on Kinja is the is the creative person or peoples, they are remarkable mm-hmm. for what they are coming up with for their crew to do. Um, maybe not as something as other crews. Maybe not as much gymnastics or not as high flying. And every time they come out, there are certain themes and motifs that the Kinjas stick with on top of whatever theme they have to incorporate new moves that they have to they need to do or so there are, there are always these underlying motifs that they keep and for me i am entertained by those motifs more than the same that other crews do to maintain mm-hmm. their uh their their personality so that uh, i am kind of biased automatically toward kinjas because of those things but on top of that what they come up with over and above is just astounding so strictly has been announcing strictly come dancing the dancing with the stars mother show in over in the uk it's been announcing their star lineup for this year it's they're not finished yet they're still doing some announcing and so far we have of course an eastender we always have an eastender we always have a couple of presenters And when they finish doing all the all the all the announcements, and they have their first show, which I think we said was September September fifth, which is their pairings announcement yes, show. Yes, their that, pairings announcement show is a whole show. For, yeah, it's an hour long. They show. consider that the start of the season. Then there might be a week or two that there is nothing, and then the first competition show actually airs. Yeah, so we will, as that show comes out, we will announce everybody who's on there for you then. We'll go down through the list of people and who they are and what they do. Because if you're like us, you have absolutely no idea who they are and what they do. Yeah, very very little. I but mean. we love the show because it is just, it's pure dancing. It's ballroom. It's what Dancing with the Stars was when it first began. Yeah, before it... it before it, it turned over into a conglomeration of Dancing be, with the Stars, so you think you can dance. Before Dancing with the Stars sold out... To keep the jaded American audiences watching. That's exactly what Dancing with the Stars did. They shouldn't be two seasons a year. That's that's retarded. They're, ABC is desperately trying to hold audiences captive, trying to desperately get them to watch their channels so they can watch their commercials. Instead of producing a good show mm-hmm. once a year, they have watered it down and diluted it to where the show that they do have is grasping at straws to keep enough interest to stay on. 
and and that is that is just so sad. If they had stuck with what Strictly did, I think at this point in their history they would still be much more successful than they are now. And that's that's my two cents. That's your soapbox for the day. Speaking of Dancing with the Stars, the pairings will be announced officially, not this stupid thing they did earlier this week, will be announced officially on September 2nd on Good Morning America. A terrible place to announce that as well, but that's what they're going to do. The season opener, which is their first competition show, will be on September 14th. I haven't read one or two episodes a week or anything like that yet, so I don't know what they're going to do. There will be at least one episode, obviously, a week. Beyond that, don't know. Um, So there's a good possibility we'll be talking about four different shows. Three to four shows in one episode here coming up in the next couple weeks. So So That's kind of cool. That might be a longer show, so just keep that in mind. Um, You know, when I listen to podcasts, I don't necessarily care because I'm a big fan of the 1.25, 1.25, 1.5 speed feature uh, where I play mine, so it doesn't become an issue. But just keep that in mind when the show pops up. It could be an hour to an hour and a half. We'll try to keep it short. So if you guys want to send us any feedback, um, just to let us know that people listen, yeah. that, that would be cool. Yeah. You can send it to dancefever at I don't gmail. think we've gotten feedback in like a year. Dot com in a long time. Yeah. yeah. iTunes reviews. iTunes reviews are always welcome. Yeah. You can leave comments on the website, which is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. And we have Google Plus and Facebook pages, Dance Fever. One, uh, uh, two words there. And on Twitter, Dance Fever has a Twitter that we usually watch we'll get messages if anybody messages us or or anything like that but we usually watch the twitter feed while we're watching um dancing with the uh so you think you could dance Uh, we don't really watch it when we watch dance crew because we watch it after the fact we don't have uh, we do have mtv it's on too late we're old. We're 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. It, yeah, it's, yeah. That's too that's, late for us. That's too late for us. We can't stay up till midnight. So we'll turn into pumpkins. Those are the ways to get a hold of us. And if you do use Google+, Facebook, or Twitter. If you use any or, of the social media, yeah, any just them, anywhere, actually. no matter where you go, you want to look for Dance Fever to be spelled with F-E-V-R-E, not yes. F-E-V-E-R. That's the way we spell it. Yeah. So if you're looking for us, be sure you type it in right. And so next time, episode 180, uh, we definitely have So You Think and America's Best Dance Crew and perhaps more Strictly and Dancing with the Stars news. So we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 